smartcast you are listening to a mint production brought to you by hd smartcast hello everyone i am molik madhu from mint's personal finance team in today's mint money podcast i'll be speaking to manish ajwani about credit scores manish is the founding member and head of products at recordant a firm that has built a saas platform for msmes with the vision to create a trade credit bureau in the past manish has worked at transunion civil the widely known credit information company he spent 8 years there the last 3 of which were as product head and assistant vice president hi welcome to why not mint money a person finance podcast where we help you understand basic money concepts and share strategies for you to build your wealth so let's get started on your money journey Hi Manish, thanks very much for joining us today. Hi Malik, glad to be here. Post the pandemic, there has been a pickup in demand for new homes and therefore home loans. But among the first things that a bank will ask you for when you apply for a home loan is a credit score. For many of us, that probably turns out to be the first time ever that we check our score. All uh, all credit information companies in India, including Sibyl, allow you to check your credit score once a year for free. So Manish what is considered to be a good credit score by a bank uh, so molik there is no you know like defined good credit score uh, as an industry benchmark for some banks 750 may be a good credit score for some banks 780 may be a good credit score some banks may be 720 a good credit score right now it depends on the bank's internal risk policy uh, it depends on the type of credit facility that you are applying for so for example if you are applying for an unsecured line of credit which is typically called which is typically credit card or personal loan there the banks would potentially be looking at 750 and 780 and above uh, however if you are looking for a uh, for a home loan or a auto loan at that point and the banks would even be okay with going down to 680 and 700 as a as a credit score Uh, it also depends on uh, you know like whether you have a co-applicant to that uh, loan application uh, what what is the you know like a loan eligibility and you know the financial behavior of that co-applicant all of that is kind of factored in so not really a credit score in isolation is looked at when they when the credit decision is being made a lot of other variables and aspects are looked at from a person for a person's financial behavior Sure. to decide whether it's a good credit score or a bad credit score and whether the loan can be given to that person or not okay okay so uh, manish what are like the key factors that can affect your credit score and uh, you know if you have a low credit score are there ways in which you can improve it sure so uh, there are there are four or five key factors that you know like that affect your credit score the most important one is the late payments the number of late payments that are reported on to your credit report if you have consistent late payment behavior that's looked mm-hmm. at uh, badly from from a creditor standpoint from banks and nbfc standpoint the recency of your late payments is also one of the most important factor sure. uh, the seriousness of late payments so so a person with a 30 day late payment may mm-hmm. not be considered as risky as uh, a person with a 90 days late payment so on right. and so forth right so that's the most important factor so maintaining a discipline of repaying your obligations on time is you know like of of, of utmost importance apart from late payments there are other factors that affect your credit score with uh, you know uh, with what what they are is 
you know your credit utilization you know how how much okay. of a credit available to you are you utilizing mm-hmm. if for example if you have a one night credit limit and if you're constant consistently and constantly using 80000 to 90000 which means mm-hmm. practically banks are looking at it that looking at it from a perspective that you're practically living on credit right, right. so it becomes it puts puts you in a stressful financial situation for any new financial obligation or credit line being assigned to you whether you'll be able to repay those uh, you know financial obligation or credit line and the emis towards them so it's basically looked at it with a little more due diligence as compared to someone who may have you know like a well uh, you know underutilized uh, uh, you know like available credit so the leverage uh, of the credit that is available to you how much are you utilizing of that is like also considered very important uh, your recent inquiries you know if you're putting making a lot of applications and you're putting an application with with multiple banks you're looking okay. for more credit frequently that indicates a credit hungry behavior so that also has an impact on your credit uh, score and the utilize and the credit mix so you know if you have a like a healthy mix of uh, unsecured versus secured line of credit uh sure. so you know like personal loan um, credit cards if you have only those then that would potentially have an impact where, whereas if you have a mix of auto loan home loan gold loan uh personal loan uh credit card you know that may probably have an impact uh, that will definitely have an impact on a uh, on a, on a credit score so that it gives you give the creditor a comfort and the even the scoring algorithm a comfort thing that you're also able to repay and maintain that you know uh, right. financial obligation and financial discipline towards long term goals right 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 in fact manish you you know mentioned this recency factor uh, what yeah. exactly do you mean by that so so if i have to probably give you a uh, you know an example to put that mm-hmm. into perspective uh, someone who has been uh, you know reported late uh you know 30 days late it for in the month of january 2022 as okay. compared to someone who was reported late uh, 30 days late and jan 2021 right okay. so person with the late payment of th- uh, then everything else remains the same uh, mm-hmm. on you know both of these credit uh, both of these consumers uh, credit file a person with a jan 22 late payment will have a lower score as compared to person with a jan 21 late payment because okay. you know it 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 basically indicates and signifies recency of the financial stress that has you know on this person so that okay. could have an impact on the future borrowing capability of this person okay and do the credit bureaus also like you know do they really go back long back in history to you know see what your spending or credit behavior has been like to arrive at the credit score how how does that work so typically credit score takes into consideration 36 months of uh, credit history or late you know like to to be able to arrive at a credit score okay. however having said having said that if there is any late payments that are reported say 7 years ago or 8 years oh. ago it depends on the bank in terms of that is available on the credit report that's that's the okay. first thing and it depends on the banks how are they considering that information which okay. means that there is there could be a stressful situation in this person's style or the financial uh, uh, you know op, uh, discipline there could be a stressful situation 7 years ago but mm-hmm. that, that doesn't mean that the bank will uh, the bank will not give them give him or her credit they will just probably you know like do a little more due diligence do some more checks in terms of understanding what is the current behavior in the recent recent past is a person being able to repay his dues or uh, her, his or her dues on time or no and accordingly the banks will take that decision okay so it still helps to be you know disciplined 
yeah you know yes. in long term so if you if you're disciplined throughout your life that actually indicates that you have a good discipline towards your financial right. borrowings that you're taking uh, so um, manish you know there are also many of us who find out you know that we don't even have a credit score and uh, you know these are people who are not you know uh, careless borrowers it's just that they've never had you know the need to take a loan they've never felt the need for a credit card so uh, they don't have a credit history they don't have a credit score so you know is there a way for such people to build a credit score before they approach a bank for a loan Sure, they can definitely build a credit score by taking like a small size ticket loan, like a buy now pay later, or else uh, you know a credit card uh, with a small uh, you know credit line or credit limit. Uh, they could uh, you know take a take a uh, uh, consumer durable loan. That could also be like an option that they have. Uh, take a loan. A, a lot of people are taking buying phones on EMIs, zero okay. percent uh, EMI. So that is also like a way to build your credit. or alternatively what you could also do is you could also approach your salary account where you have your salary account mm-hmm. and ask that bank to give you a credit card linked to your uh, salary account uh, what the, these banks do is typically they would want some data to be able to you know arrive at a decision whether if there is a credit line that is given to you do you have the capability to repay that credit line or the, or the EMIs or you know those exactly. uh, you know current the, the, the dues on time so they just need to understand that behavior so if there is you know like current if there is a savings account where you have this particular uh, you know like the bank has some you know like data around you know how your expenses are towards and on your salary account they could take a decision whether to give you the credit line and a credit card and that's how they, you can start building your credit eventually you could move you know like start building your credit with a small ticket size loan and eventually you can move to a larger bank a larger ticket size uh, the primary objective of a bank is to understand whether you're able to repay those obligations on time and not, new to credit customers are not considered as bad customers just that they don't really have any past payment behavior for the banks to you know understand whether you know any new credit line given to them will they be able to repay those dues on time or no that is primarily the you know like the premise on which the bank would want to take the decision okay got it uh also one other thing manish so i've you know read of instances where people say you know they find errors in their credit scores so you know how can they get these uh, credit scores corrected and uh, you know when they maybe approach the credit information companies for that do they need to have like a paid account for this how do they go about it no so uh, the customers don't need to have a paid account with uh, any of the bureaus uh, all the bureaus are required by the credit information companies regulations act this is governed by rbi that they need to be able to facilitate the dispute between an end customer and a bank now okay. if there is if there is if there is any inaccuracy or discrepancy that you've observed on your credit report you could go to the uh, credit bureau's website you could uh, you know file a dispute uh, with them some web, some credit information companies have an online mechanism of resolving this dispute some okay. have uh, you know some some would uh, you know encourage you to route your dispute queries through an email Okay. these credit information companies will then get in touch with the bank the bank will then identify if there is any inaccuracy on the data that they are reporting mm-hmm. they will correct if there is a required uh, correction that uh, correction required once the correction is made the customer is made aware of those corrections uh, okay. proactively by the bureaus right this typical entire process takes about 30 days uh, you know so the maximum time that is allowed is 30 days uh however there are scenarios where you know this could you know kind of go outside of 30 days because of some dependencies that the banks may have on their branches and so on sure. and so forth 
in those cases you know like i mean it made that but the customer is kept informed if it's taking longer than the 30 days time frame uh in in, in this scenario it would also have be helpful if the customer are you know like coordinating with the bank directly and if they are so, proactively submitting any proof of dispute that they have to okay. support their if that actually makes it easier for the banks to update those records you know early right. on on to the bureau system okay so essentially if a customer is you know kind of coordinating a little bit with the bank also you know cooperating in terms of sharing whatever information is needed right. this right. process of getting your credit score corrected is fairly smooth basically yes so so not the credit score but the data that helps right. you arrive at credit score yeah. so eventually yeah. if there is a data correction once the data is corrected then the score will rerun to understand what the new score could look like right Okay. uh sometimes yeah so 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 it's not necessary that if there is a dispute that is corrected that the score is changing because right. there are other factors that are playing it shouldn't be that you know the dispute is corrected but what if there is a new credit line that is also added onto the person's credit line? it could actually then, then so, worsen correct, maybe correct. so so the mm-hmm. overall credit data is then factored in to right. arrive at a new score it doesn't okay. necessarily mean that it will be changed got it yeah 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 and you'll be informed about you know whatever's undergone a change and the credit information company is going to inform the customer about it with the rest of the dispute yes they are required to communicate okay. uh, that if there is any any change or the outcome of the dispute is required to be communicated however in order to you know look at the to get look at what has changed on onto your credit report you may probably need to buy a credit report or you need to go through a refresh some bureaus provide a proactive free refresh to the customer some okay. bureaus don't so it depends from like you know like i mean what the what the policy uh, is around that sure okay manish uh, thanks a lot for your insights i've learned a lot about credit scores today and uh, it was great to have you on the podcast thank you molik happy to help yeah thanks very much it was great to be here yeah i am glad you you know you enjoyed the podcast too uh, those of you our listeners who enjoyed the podcast and would like to share their feedback can email me at molik.madhu that is m a u l i k .m a d h u at liveman.com or can reach out to me on twitter my twitter handle is at molik_madhu this was a mint production brought to you by hd smartcast hd smartcast